0: Welcome to Ennisbrook Church. We hope this message from our lead pastor, Graham Hislop, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at ennisbrook.co.nz for a service near you.
1: Hey, uh, well, uh, great to be great to be together. And uh, this morning, we thought that we would would um, <coughs> mix it up a little bit. And uh, Pastor Graham and I are actually going to have. Uh, a bit of a conversation. I've got some questions prepared to ask him uh, about uh, some specific topics this morning, which I'm so excited about. It's going to be great. And, uh, you know, for the past, uh, uh, well, four weeks, I think, including today, is it four weeks?
0: Yeah, this is the fourth week. This is the
1: fourth week. Uh, We've been on this uh, journey, uh, uh, a preaching topic and theme um, about 10 things that Christianity isn't. Has anyone been enjoying it? and uh and and we have we've just been unpacking you know really in a in a in a roundabout way what christianity is all about what it really means to be a christian and um we've we've touched on a, um, some great some great themes the fact that christianity isn't uh behaviorism that it isn't made up uh you know that it isn't really a, 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 a an external set of rules but that um, there's life in this thing, eh? That it's 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 amazing. And a, a, a huge takeaway for me um, over the past couple of weeks has been the fact that for me to be a Christian, it's really this a great image, an idea of being a little Christ. I don't think I'm that small of a guy, but I can agree with being a a little Christ. (laughs) That that in me, there's there's meant to be this uh, revealing of Jesus, like a a living out of representing Him as best as I can. And at the same time, uh, my life is covered by His grace and righteousness. And uh, I think it's just been an amazing topic. Anyone else agree? And uh, so today, uh, this is actually our last week on the series. And we wanted to make the most of really actually making sure that we do speak on uh, 10 things that Christianity isn't.
0: And well, it's de- well, it's definitely good to have integrity as a Christian. Eh? It is. Like it's we it's say it's these it's 10 things, but we don't talk about them. Yeah, we want
1: to, we want to actually achieve the yeah, 10 yeah. things. And so, yeah. um, No, seriously. So, so today we, we are, um, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to touch on um, some of the key topics that we still have left to talk about. And, um, and I'm believing that it's going to be very helpful for each and every one of us in the room. Uh, This isn't just for the the non-Christian or the the non-believer, by the way. This is for each and every one of us. I think there's something that we can all take away and be encouraged by uh, in these uh, conversations, hey? So, um, should we get started? Let's go. Let's do it. Graham, I've got some questions here. Um, The first one I have for you is, well, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Jared. That's great. Can you tell us um, how long...
0: Uh, How long have you been a Christian for? Uh, Well, all day so far. Great. Well, most of the day. Um, Yeah, I I actually grew up in a a Christian family. My dad wasn't from a Christian family, but my mum was from a a church-going Christian family. Dad got saved. Um, He he came to know Jesus quite radically, quite powerfully. Um, But we grew up going to church every single Sunday, uh, to Annsbrock actually I've been going to Ansbro all of my life except for one year It was the wilderness is that, um, is that rough and year? No, we, we went to Wellington for a year and uh, but actually um, growing up in a Christian family didn't make me a Christian uh, automatically right. I actually had to come to a point where I actually surrendered my life and it, to be honest it kind of happened over a couple of different moments and markers mm. uh, and I remember I remember being 12 and really acknowledging that there was a God and I, and I wanted to know this God. At 17, uh, had, had some teenage years, um, and, but at 17, had a real powerful God moment, actually, where it really laid down my life. At 30, I had a real experience with God's grace and righteousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite crazy. So there's been all sorts of these markers. So I'd, I'd kind of describe it like that. But I'm still trying
1: still uh, evolving.
0: I'm cuz even when we go 10 things Christianity isn't it's like trying to define what it is. It's more a I think it is more a it, there's so much mystery to it that we're all trying to work out our faith. The Bible says with fear and trembling with awe and actually it's real and it's in its um, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's not a formula. Yeah. So I'm still trying to work out more about I want to know more about who Jesus is today more than I did when I was 17 yeah great but I'm still trying to suss it out because I'm human mm, yeah, awesome. Does that make
1: sense yeah that yeah. makes sense that's great um, one of the one of the things that maybe you've heard over the years um, of being in church of being a Christian um, and this I, I've heard this I think from time to time is is this kind of idea that Christianity is um, is weird that it's weird to be a Christian and I don't know if this is um, I don't know if this is from uh, people who have had just small, small certain glimpses of Christianity, yeah. which we could translate to certain people, you know, uh, like the, the people who maybe super spirrow things up, make things super spiritual all the time. Like, um, what, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, is is Christianity weird? Well, I,
0: yeah, it is. Next question. <laughs> like, okay, so I think that to. I think that in some circles and in some people's minds, to believe in something you can't see is a big stretch. But we do that with gravity. Like we believe in, we believe in all sorts of things we don't see. Like the wind, you see the effects of it. But no one in the room wouldn't believe in wind. Um, and so, you know, there, there's that factor. Um, the Bible says that, that this putting your faith in Jesus is foolishness to those who are perishing. So there is a dynamic, I think it's quite a spiritual dynamic, where one of the obstacles to knowing Jesus is getting over your own pride and therefore your own sense of lofty, if that's a pretty old English word, but like a a loftiness like, well, you know, like, what are they they doing, these guys, putting their faith in someone they don't know? And I love your message, you know, Christianity isn't made up because the historical evidence of Jesus was real. But the thing is, we've all got an auntie or an uncle or a cousin there's at least one weird cousin in your family, you know, yeah. And I am it the for same. my family. Me too. <laughs> nah, it's but, not me. But, it's it's but Crystal. Is <laughs> that <laughs> your sister? Yeah. Okay, that's great. She's in our other camp, our other location. <laughs> yeah, I think there are um, some relatives that I had that they lived out the Christian faith that I wouldn't want my neighbours meeting first up. And the reason isn't because they don't trust Jesus with all their hearts; they actually do. But I think that they. So, the real temptation is that when we're learning to know who Jesus is and walking with Him, the real temptation is to let the things that we do around that be the centre of it. And, and so you get enthusiastic, and it's good to be enthusiastic, but the expression, how's it, how it's expressed, being the centre of faith, is the wrong, it's really the wrong way to go about it. The centre of faith needs to be the person of Jesus, what He teaches, His love for us. Now, I might look a bit weird to my neighbours because I do play praise and worship music loud out of the bathroom. Little secret. Okay, little one. It's a bit weird. Um, and I have been caught praying in my car once quite passionately and someone knocked on the window while I had my eyes closed. I think that's pretty weird. Uh, I think that, that is a bit strange. Yep. But So I want to say that Christianity isn't weird as in I'm afraid of being different. But I think if we're not keeping Jesus at the centre and we're making all the peripheral things, the styles, Christianese is a big problem. Mm. The words we use, because Jesus actually spoke in everyday language. Mm. He actually used the everyday vernacular. And when we're like, oh, bless your brother, to a person who doesn't even know that you're his spiritual brother, it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, like, like um, so, so we live in a culture today that is post-Christian. Yeah. So we need to be careful with our Christianese but I'm okay with a little bit of weird. Just a little bit. I'm okay with it. Because I think it gets people's attention. Mm. Like someone asked me the other day, why are you so happy? Mm. Like that's a bit weird. Yeah. Being happy is a wee bit weird today. So I'm okay with that. But I wouldn't go up to them and cast a demon out of them. Straight away. <laughs> that would be week four. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, so my weird auntie or uncle I need to be careful that I don't just follow the pattern of what they did because what they had at the heart was probably a relationship with Jesus. And I and I also think this, that as a church and as people, we need to be um, naturally supernatural. The substance of the power of God, but not dressed up in weirdness. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's, that's some of my thoughts, Jared. It's
1: great, it's great thoughts. I think um, I love the idea of uh, removing the Christianese from our... Uh, vernacular or from our yeah, bless you. our yeah like um like we i think we should aim to include as many people in our lives as we possibly yeah, can 100% and when you when we do start to talk in ways or act in ways that maybe others aren't used to it can exclude them it doesn't mean that you Turn off the light that shines no. in you that is Jesus. It just means that you use it in different ways.
0: Yeah, that's right. Invite, it's going to be a in, wee bit
1: Invite a someone to church in a different way. There's a guy at the gym that we've been connecting with quite a bit. We go to the gym. Don't know if you can tell. Probably can't by looking at me. You can if you look at him. Um, <laughs>
0: Brilliant! Well, yeah, it's
1: great. Um, if you're
0: talking about this guy, he's the one who keeps complimenting you. Well, oh, you're yeah, looking yeah. bigger every time I see. But you. this
1: guy, this this guy. I'll tell you if it's the
0: same guy. Yeah, we've
1: if we've been like connecting with this guy for like year and a half. Right? Okay. And and just just actually just the other day, I was leaving the gym and I just felt I just felt the Holy Spirit upon me. I need to stop. I need to spark a conversation with this guy about Sundays. Yeah. And uh, and so I just started talking to him about what what we do on a Sunday and. Obviously, that led to me inviting him to church. And it was, the, it, it, it was kind of a weird thing to do in the reception area of a gym, but it didn't feel weird. Cause I like we've done the work, we've included him in our lives, like we've built the relationship, we've had the, the other, there's other conversations to be had beforehand. Have
0: you seen some of the things that go on at the gym though? No, that's weird. <laughs> like some of the exercises are so strange, and we as Christians are so fearful about looking different. Yeah. But but don't don't be afraid of man, you know. And like you're saying, like include others. Yeah. And if you kind of get over yourself enough, uh, the other thing is my neighbours do think that church could be a bit weird, but they've never stepped in the building. Yeah. So my job is to try to um, dissolve that weirdness and even say, you might think it's weird, but it's actually really good. Mm. Although you are a bit weird.
1: Yeah, and that's fine. I'm and okay. so am I. That's good. The, um, this, this goes to the next question quite well because yeah, right. I've, um, I've, heard, I've heard someone recently say that, um, uh, well, that Christians are a lot more exciting before the moment that they become Christians that they are a lot more exciting as people before the moment that they decide to follow Jesus. Um, and it kind of like sparks the the question or the idea about Christianity being like boring. So people may have this perception of it being weird. Others may have this image of being in a room with like, you know, wooden church pews and singing from um, the hymnal book of hymn, what, what number? Hymn number three or whatever it is. 586. 586, that's the best one. And like,
0: just, just that idea. So, is is Christianity boring? Well, well, fundamentally, I would say that anyone who, like, like um, the conjecture that oh, Christianity is boring, are generally not those who have tasted the heavenly gift. Mm. That is pretty Christianese, but have actually experienced eternal life. I'll, 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 I'll qualify that in a second. If someone is looking outside in at Christianity and considering it and then saying, well, um, I would be interested, but I'm going to have to stop having sex and stop drinking and stop having sex and stop smoking, stop having sex and stop, you know, gambling and oh, also stop having sex. You know, like like if that's, if that's the measuring rod, so oh, there's a lot of laughter in the room. <laughs> but... I, I, I want I want to say this and it might actually be controversial um it, anything in my life that i stopped it may it may have been a challenge in terms of um, changing behavior, but I never felt as though I was getting a bad deal I right. traded in right. not sex because we have five kids obviously you know i didn't <laughs> what what hey you know i didn't so i didn 't trade in um crazy, like, crazy life. Because actually, it's really overrated. The brokenness that accompanied me just living lawlessly and without disregard, I wasn't a whole person, okay? In some of my teenage years, I was not a whole person, and I was, you know, I, I guess I had, quote, unquote, could do whatever I want. So this is the controversial bit. You ready for it? I think if I'm saying to God, God, I don't know, I prefer the porn than I do knowing you. Or I, I prefer being angry more than I do knowing you. Or I prefer being bitter and not forgiving people more than I do knowing you. This is the controversial bit. I think God will say, that's okay, you can have the porn and you can have the anger and you can have the bitterness because it's no competition. He won't compete because he's just so good. And it's only our spiritual blindness that makes us see that now, does that mean I won't struggle in areas of my life? Not at all. This, the Quote, unquote, three years ago, the struggle is real. <laughs> it is. Like, we're human. We're flesh. We've got, there's real stuff. But, but never in that moment am I going, I actually want this thing more than I want God. I'm just in a I'm, in a, I'm in a journey. Last thing I say, I'm boring. Once you start to journey on in the things of God and you mature, okay, listen, what you know at the start of your Christian faith is just the beginning, and you give it 10 years of following Jesus, okay, I can sit on a plane, and this happened the other day, and I begin to sense that same Holy Spirit speaking in the the inside of my heart saying, you should talk to this person next to you about me. Okay, I've been on roller coasters. It's got nothing on that moment. I had the other day this moment where I felt like God speak to me about doing something very radical and crazy that even for me about like, helping someone in a certain way, it can happen that when you're following Jesus, you've, you're following a living God who at any moment could just pull the, the wool out from, from you and just give you something to help someone or love someone or, or a challenge. Mate, I need a day off. Christianity's not boring. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to keep it all together. This is like crazy being on a plane and like you should talk to them about me. It's like, oh my gosh, here we go. Like buckle up. I think it's exciting. I, I think the Christian faith yeah. is exciting. I I've 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 um Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Is that helpful for anyone? Anyone enjoying this? Um okay, next question. Let's keep it rolling. Um are are Christians a bunch of hypocrites?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I would phrase it differently, like the 10, ten things Christianity isn't, the hypocrites, or hypocritical. Yeah. That would be better, because I, I'm not in a place to judge, to, to make a mark on any one person to assess. The, word, I, in, the res, in the last 10 years, I have not been accused of being a hypocrite, and I'll, and I'll explain why. Essentially, the word hypocrite cr- comes from this idea of being a pretender, mm. or an actor, mm. Okay, so on Sunday, I'm real like, real spiritual. But then on Monday through, I'm a different person. Mm. That's one layer of hypocritical, like they know I'm a Christian, I go to church, but stuff in my life doesn't align. Mm. Okay, the next level of hypocrisy is when I start to judge other people by the very thing that I claim to be one day a week, but then I won't actually live on the others. And then they see those other days and they go, well, that's a very high horse you've got. Mm. Where did you get your horse? You know, why, why do you think it's okay to ride around in a horse? And we know what horses are like. You don't want to ride around in those things. Like like in family, if I've got the horse of hypocrisy running through our house, where I'm judging my kids, but know that it actually is real and there's struggles with it, and I don't meet them with mercy, mm. they will look at my faith and go, I don't want a bar of dad's faith. Yeah, right. mm. So that's hypocrisy. Yeah. So... so In essence, no, Christianity is not hypocrisy because here's the thought Jesus said in John 8 32 that when you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. Mm. He was referring to himself, he is the way, the truth, and the life. But the next layer into behavior, how we live, is we're only as free as we are honest. So the reason I've never been, I've never actually been uh, accused of being a hypocrite is because I tell people up on this platform, the real parts of humanity, but then I tell them about the real parts of God's undeserved grace and favour. And where the two collide is where real life happens. But I've got to keep on being honest. If if I don't, and, and I'm doing everything I can to not measure other people by the gaps in my life, being very careful to do that. So in essence, no, it is not hypocrisy. We are all saved by grace, Ephesians 2.8. Jesus is the measuring rod the Father uses. As we come into faith, we are we are measured by His perfect performance. But that doesn't now give me a horse to ride out ride around on, uh, saying I'm something that I'm not. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that that's how I would yeah. Good. It. Is there um when it comes to judging? Yeah. Judgment. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that it's it's it can be a, like a common thread in society that that maybe Christians, you know, they, they just, or they're just judging us. They're just judging me. You know, they, yeah. they just, they just, and behind closed judgmental. doors, yeah, talking about my actions. Is there, um, is there, uh, what, what's the deal with judgment? Is there, is there good judgment? Is there, what, what's bad judgment? What is it?
0: Okay, so um, judgment, the word judgment actually means, translated, to accept or reject. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what it basically means. And there's, and there's different versions of that lived out in real life. Jesus said this. It's radical. Read the Gospel of John if you want to get a a feel for it. He said this. I, you ready for it? Judge no one. And yet we know ultimately He is the Father. The Father is the judge of all. Mm. So so what does He mean when He says, I judge no one? Um, What He's saying is, and He went on to qualify it later in John 8, that people judge according to the flesh or according to what we see, our behaviour and things like that. He he also said later, um, do not judge, lest yourself be judged. I take from all of those three scriptures the idea that God's judgment is very different to man's judgment. Okay, God is love. So the way that he's gonna judge and which means to put on the scales to weigh whether you're approved or rejected, whether you're good or bad, whether you're in or out, whether you're really a Christian or not, I quit on that a number of years ago because mm. I realised it is not my domain. Mm. I cannot judge any person in this room and I can't even judge any person in the world mm. on whether they really, really want to be a God-fearing or or, or believing person. It is yeah. not my jo- job. I'll, quali- I'll really narrow down now to judge people's hearts. Yeah. Even if their behaviour has said for a little while that their heart is not in a good place, it is still not my job to judge their heart. God is playing a long game with a lot of people, yeah. me included. Yeah. And He's working things out. So bad judgment is judging their heart mm-hmm. and judging, I guess, where the true motivation's coming from. Mm-hmm. But, Jared, I'm not going to go into business with a crook. Right. And I'd never got a pedophile to babysit my kids. Right. This is good judgment for a Christian. Jesus said in one of the books, Matthew 7, that by their fruit you shall know them. Good judgment in the Christian world is judging people according to long played out traits that actually are the fruit of their life. I can't judge their heart, but I'm not gonna be an idiot either, okay? So if they continue to behave in a certain manner, time after time after time, I don't know what their true heart is towards God. They might be on their own journey and struggle with that. But I am not going to put myself in dangerous places. I'm not, I love what David Riddell says about trust. No one is trustworthy in every area of their life, but everyone is trustworthy in some area of their life. And we've got to know good trust, bad trust. We've got to go know good judgment, bad judgment. So I'm allowed to judge elements of the fruit of a person's life but I can't delve into the judging of the heart of a person, and so, and that's a hard line to walk. It's not it's not clinical. It's got to be done with love. It's got to be done with wisdom, spiritual discernment. I've got to pray about that. God help me. So yeah, that's what I would say.
1: That's that's great. Really quickly, I don't want to add too much in because we need it on a time. But um, if there is someone in our life that maybe we've noticed some things or we've been seeing some actions that maybe wouldn't sit right with us. What's our What's maybe our best um, foot forward or, or action in that situation in terms of having the grace for them, not judging them, but doing what we can to actually help them and maybe guide them
0: through it. So it's, well, if, they're, if the fruit of their life is yeah. a bit rotten yeah. for a while yeah. and we're concerned about it?
1: Yeah, if there's someone in our family or a friend and we just know... Yeah. They need guiding through their situation or whatever is going wrong in their world.
0: The Bible's clear. Jesus was clear that if a brother offends you, so you might be offended with the, seeing the trait of their life on and on and on and your concern is for them. Um, Jesus said you go to the person. You don't talk to your friends about it. Mm. You don't do a post, a passive aggressive post on Facebook, mm. talking about the person but not quite naming them. Mm. You tag them and then you delete the tag because you thought, nah, building the speeches in your mind. Um, And then if they don't listen, but you're still concerned about them. I mean, this is the question. Am I concerned about them really? Or I'm concerned about how it's making me look or feel? Mm. Like that's where wisdom. So even before we get to this conversation that we've got to have, I'm praying. Yeah. You've got to dose yourself in a ton of prayer. Lord, I want to go talk to Jared. Yep. You know, he's offended me recently with how many gains he's getting at the gym. And look at me, I'm getting left behind, Lord. You know, we need a serious conversation. Paul wrote this as well, that we want to speak the truth in love. Yeah. So never would you want to go into a judgment zone of like projecting and conjecture so you're gentle. Oh, one bit of good advice that I was once told was the higher the conflict, the lower the emotion.
1: Yeah, so
0: if, a, if, a, if that's a serious conversation to have, I've been watching something and I want to talk to you out of love The buttons might get pushed and it might all go pear-shaped. But that's a high conflict moment. Mm. I would go low with my emotions. Mm. There's no raised voices. There's no screaming. There's no projecting. And in fact, you'd lower your tone and you'd just love on them. Mm. And Jesus said, if that all goes bad, take someone with you um, if you really need to go there again. But after that, you're leaving them in the hands of of their father. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, great. So if it's not the biggest deal... Heighten the emotions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. good.
0: Yeah, scream at them. Come yeah, and exactly. Them. All
1: right, last, <laughs> last, last question this morning, and maybe we get the band to jump up as we finish up um, today. Uh, uh, this is this is a really great question, and this is a, a key thing: is the fact that Christianity isn't irrelevant. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's it is relevant for us. It's 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 something that we need. Um, but do you think that maybe society? Is doing whatever it can to move beyond a need for religion. Is it, is it relevant for us?
0: Yeah, I mean that that question is again a question that perhaps out outside of faith tend to view it as, and that's a spiritual issue. I think I, I've said it once already in this conversation, but spiritual blindness is the number one reason people are kept from knowing God. Mm. The eyes of their heart are dull. You know, need to be enlightened. Mm. If you've got friends or family that don't know Christ and you really want them to, start praying for that. Pray for spiritual blindness to leave and for sight to come over and over and over. That's a real spiritual dynamic. Um, But I would say this, that if society's getting sophisticated, the last seven days have showed us we're not that sophisticated. Mm. That like never before, life is short. It's unpredictable. Mm. The ruler of this age, the world, the world, is a ruthless, ruthless kingdom, mm. okay? Sickness and yeah. a depravity, breakdown. The kingdom of our God has come in at the cross. Jesus was given the right to rule. So what we're doing is we're expanding his rule and his leadership as we follow him and as we tell others about him, we're, we're part of the kingdom growing perpetually. That's what's going on. Is it relevant or is it irrelevant? You ask a person, make all the money you can make in the world, buy all the stuff they can buy in the world, get the right person, have the perfect kids, there is still a vacuum in every human heart. that can only be filled by God. Now, there might be forms of Christianity that are now outdated, where it's about the form. Mm. It's about how you look. It's about how you behave. I think those are irrelevant in today's world. And the Apostle Paul comes to mind that this kingdom is not only a matter of words of power. And power takes on many forms. It's not just a zip zap when you're praying for someone for healing. There's the power of living the gospel out yeah. is you being real with your own humanity, but saying, I know that God is still for me. Yeah. I know Come that God on. is a forgiving God. Great. I know that He loves me. So to the vacuum in the human heart, this gospel, mm. this good news about Jesus has never been more relevant because all that the world offers will not meet that need. It's it. still empty at the great. end of the day. Great. So I believe it's more relevant than ever before but we've got to go after that spiritual blindness thing first and understanding that.
1: That's great. Has that um, been helpful for anyone today? Come on, that's uh, amazing. Great great answers, great thoughts.
0: It is um, great. Com- it is a great conversation and I think as a church too, um, I hope that this series, the 10 things, one of the things I really hope is that it's restored confidence in people to share their faith yeah. and to talk to people about who Christ is to them and share their experience. We need to do this, guys. We've got a world that is waiting, a world that needs Jesus. And uh, let me pray for you, uh, us as a people, that yeah. we'd have that confidence. Father, we just thank you today for, uh, for who you are, for Jesus. Uh, we're learning. We don't always get it right, but our heart leans towards you today. And I pray for a restoration, Lord, of not only um, knowledge, but our own faith would come to life. That we would know you in the stillness of the night, we'd know you in the in the valley, valley situations in the mountaintops too. We'd know you in every step of life in a new and a fresh way. And restore to us the confidence that we need for a world that needs Jesus. Like never before we know that we'd have the answers in a time of need. Help us to think for ourselves. Help us to not be afraid of thinking about stuff that we just swallowed hook, line, and sinker as maybe young people. That really was a regurgitated version of not the truth, but a a version of it. And I just pray you develop a hunger in us to really know what it is that we have set our gaze upon, what we've put our faith in. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you. Bye bye. Come on and put our hands together. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website.